Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes, let's love I just have one question for Jabri uh, this episode. Yeah. Is JoJo Siwa mad that you stole her look <laughs> I think for this is. episode? I think she is, and I kind of think the pink looks good on him. It, no, it does, but I think it, it's hard to take him seriously in any way. And it's not just the Mom. pink hair. Mom, I did have to it, laugh. <laughs> it's I know it's it infantilizes even more. Yeah, it's not just the pink hair; it's the pink shirt with the denim cut off. I know that it's everything, and it's not, and it's it's a fashion statement, but it also looks like one of the characters on that British show Skins. Like he could have been, but it would it would obviously be a gay character or like. Or some like some gay character look, on a British show. He does look like the guy who would date the brother on Orphan Black. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like he's trying so hard. He's trying so and why do I like him? Um there, I do. I do like him. I like watching him. He makes me laugh. I do think he's a star. I he kind of exhausts me. I'm okay with his personality. I I get the feeling when he comes on, it's like the same feeling I get when I watch a, a like an old sitcom or something. I don't know what it is. It just what what well let's I'm trying let's, to process let's it follow up with know. it. What do know. you like about him? 
it, maybe you'll all get annoyed with me because it's different than someone like Ari or Benny, but there's like a just the complete innocent, almost like childhood innocence, but also the complete that he's grown and should know fucking better. Like it pisses me off about Emily, but she's got a kid. And Ari and Benny, they have a kid. And maybe because he just is playing a child and really has no responsibilities, but. Who does he have responsibilities to? I, I don't know. There's just all of these seem negative, though. I know, but in a way, it like it fascinates me. And then he just, he just seems like he's just so likable to me. It that's and interesting. I, not it's not. I don't want to fuck him. It's not that. It's not that I don't think he's likable. I. I just laugh. He makes me laugh. Yeah. I think that's a different it, thing than like, though. And maybe that it's just every time he comes on, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a good laugh. It's like, I know. It, it's not ever. It's never a good laugh. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This I, is reality. Oh, yeah. This We're is reality. Game. Okay. We're in London. We're doing this. London town. Londres. We did it. We're doing part two now. You were already laying on your bed before. Now you're under the now covers. Now I'm fully under the covers. Are you just going to fall asleep? It was a little I'm... cold. <sighs> well, as soon as you get over here, I'm going to say, I'm going to text my, my grinder. Oh, when I get done. My Liam or Liam. Martin or Oliver. Brett. Brett. Brett, that's an English or name? Or Martin number two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and lots of Johns. Yeah. A lot of Johns here. Literally lots of Johns. No. <laughs> Y'all. I guess that's where that comes from. Apparently, according to my, according to my hookup apps, London's the place for me. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the nose. They all think they're going to end up fucking royalty. They don't know. They're just getting and country trash. And they were right. <laughs> no, they're just getting country trash. I, Mountain I, people. I play it up well. At least my face looks trashy. <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. That I agree with. <laughs> this is part two. We're, of the <clears throat> London show. Of the London shows. It's hot in here. Oh, I I actually turned it down, or I turned the air off. No, because I'm it was taking off my cardigan. I'm fine now. Um, oh, that's why I love a cardigan. Put it on or I off. don't think the word cardigan could ever be said gayer, but yeah, you true. just said it there twice. You go. There you Cardigan. go. Y'all, if you're in, the, you're listening to this, oh man. Okay, we're recording this on Monday afternoon, but we're actually going to post it on Tuesday night, but in America. So if we post it on Tuesday night, are London sissies still able to get tickets to the meet and greet? Yes. They are. It's going to be in like four hours. Yeah. Y'all, you've got, yeah. Yeah, our London meet and greet. It's in an hour. At the old Queen's Head. (laughs) Literally in an hour. If you've got. But that's LA time. No, uh, oh, LA time. That's true. So. But if you're listening on, uh, if you're listening Tuesday night at 11 o'clock, you could fly to London. Oh, I meant for the sissies in London. You're thinking of American sissies. Oh, never mind. Who cares? Anyway, we don't know what time it is. Just. Fucking buy come a ticket. We love to the see old him. Queen's Head. We've got some prizes. We did not come up with that name. We did not come up with the name, <laughs> y'all. But we brought we brought some. Uh, pri- I won't tell you what, but some prizes from back home, back home over the pond. Uh, and we're gonna do some games. Price- priceless prizes, coveted. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, I thought about bringing my Suzanne Summers three-way poncho that's still in the box. Oh. And then I said, I can't give, I can't it, part with that. Still, I don't know why you don't wear it more. It's, I, I was, it's a I dress. Was, I was, it can be, y'all, if you don't know the Summer, <laughs> Suzanne Summers three-way poncho, it, it's like, it doubles, it triples as a sweater. A sweater. It's an off-the-shoulder thing. Mm-hmm. It can be a poncho. It can look like a sweater dress. Yes. I, I really think... <laughs> I really think you and I both are going to end up selling something we, we've we made to hawk on I would shopping love networks. That. I would I, love it. I love it that I, do, I, I know exactly what the box looks like because we – I think we bought it in a Walgreens or something like that. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the box shows – when she's in the sweater, she's kind of like her hair is up. And then when she's in the, the sweater dress, she's got glasses on. Yes, just, and then another, they, they put it up in like a porn banana yes. clip. <laughs> and you know what? How many women bought that oh, three-way the- poncho? I guarantee you're listening. Your mom's got a three-way poncho in her in her closet. Nigel's wife is now looking for her poncho. Nigel, have you seen my Suzanne Summers three-way poncho? <laughs> <laughs> I know Chauncey has used it for a bed on occasion. Can you make me a cup of tea, please? I need to watch my gaze. On the, <laughs> on the telly. On the telly. <laughs> it, comes on right, it comes on right after are you being served. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy that Nigel's wife has paid off. <laughs> We never knew, but it has. Uh, so, y'all, this is part two of episode... What, what was this episode called? We didn't uh, even say. By the way, Americans, come see us live this summer on our summer show. Yes, Fine come tour. see us live on our summer tour. This is episode six, Have to Turn This Car Around, which we've already talked about with Paul and Chida. I don't think we're going to belabor that point anymore. Uh, Belal labor. But yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to damper. Almost knock down that hotel art. I don't want to damper people's spirits. No, dampered. Dampered. You don't, I keep saying, oh, dampered. You don't want to dam- you, you, you don't want the mood to be dampered. dampered. Lord. The problem is, is we've got to be careful because if I make fun of it too much. You'll say it. Then it's like the other, other day I was. Going to say, and I almost said important because important. we say it so much to be stupid. It's very important for important. me. Uh, anyway. uh, so first Wait, up, does this show make us dumber. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a. That's not even a question. I was. I. I. I'm gonna say just. You not- literally look like. Agnes Moorhead and Pollyanna, where you're just stuck in the bed and can't move. Pollyanna, come here, child. <laughs> like you just can't move from the bed. Come give your auntie a kiss. Yeah. Can you open the door so your his suitors can come bang her? <laughs> she really, uh, she, I want to scissor with my maid. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one problem about hotel doors, y'all. You can't leave them open. Well, you can. You uh, can put the little lock thing in front true. of it. That's how they know. 
That's true. I guess they can just come on in, whatever. But you're screwed because you got to have a key for the elevator. Ugh. Takes the romanticism out of it. Now you get why somebody. How can those... they find me ass up? I know. Why do those gays <laughs> who have hotel sex just get a motel? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Just grab a bottle of water on the little uh, on the way on your way out. Yeah, there you Cause go. Because you've definitely expended some energy. Rinse your mouth out with. Uh, wow. Uh, anyway, all right. So let's talk about Jabri and Jabri Miona. Jabri and Miona. Seventy-two days to wed. Now we are six episodes in, so we're starting to get an idea. I think they're going to get married. Yeah, I think they're a lock. I don't think there's anyone. So far this season, who I'm worried about not getting married, with the exception of even Muhammad. I like that you said worried, like we actually get. No, I don't like, really care. Jake's up sleeping. Oh my God, are Emily and Kobe going to get married? They will. Uh, they're 100%. not on this episode, by the way, y'all. I didn't miss them. So. <laughs> uh, I, no, I was going to say, during when our in our travels here, I talked with two different people. Mm-hmm. Just, I felt like you because they they wind up talking to me first because mm-hmm. y'all know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna approach a stranger. It's just because I'm just too afraid to who I'm gonna talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, but the there's two people we've made two fans of the show and they were just kind of like talking to me. Uh, one was a woman I was sitting beside at the fish place at the. At, she she sent me an Instagram message. She's like, "Oh my god, I like I love I watch some reality shows, but I just love your podcast for no, for well, wonderful. I know she was so sweet. Now, but did they get ninety day fiance here? This was in America. Uh yeah, because I don't know if um. What do you mean they did get it? No, it's it's on television here. It is, or maybe you get it through Discovery app. I don't I don't think it's on BBC or the or I British don't think television. It is, and I think that's because. Jake and I had to use a VPN to watch 90 yeah. Day, and I just, I was interested, so I logged on to Discovery from, like, the British internet, and it's, there's no Discovery Plus over here. It says coming soon. Oh. So, I think it's probably going to come soon, and they're going to launch it with 90 Day UK. I wish they'd let us know, because we'd come over and do a live show when they do it, but they can't. They'd have to pay for us. But we, what, well, then we're not doing that. <laughs> That'd be fun, though. I like when you say, well, just come over. It's fine. They're like, we're not paying for anything. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're doing it on your dime. Doing it on your dime. Liam. All right. They're not going to do it. So, Jabri and Miona, uh, I feel like this is, you said seven. Mibri. What's their name? Jabrona. Jabriona. Jabrona. I feel like Jabrona. 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 I'm okay with Jabrona. I like Jabrona. Sounds like Jabroni. Jabroni. <laughs> uh, so, the, you said 72 days. So, a substantial amount of time yeah, has that, passed. So that, when they, I wrote that down because I went, oh, everybody else is like on like a weekend. Not a weekend. It, yeah. But a, a week into this. They're not. Yeah. It's, I, I wonder... This is either, like either he had to be weeks. away for something. And this episode, she said he was away f- doing music stuff, but we don't know yeah, for how long. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> they were, they Where were, were the play- Black Pearls going to go? Or Serbs. No, Serbs, whatever. They were playing the State Fair or something. Black Pearl. That's but not on the main day. stage. 
People are freaking. <laughs> I know nothing about this Johnny Depp thing. Black Sorry, Pearl. I Black Pearl. I thought of Johnny Depp. I'm not keeping up with it. But if y'all want to, I keep do up with not it, want to talk about this. No, I'm saying it's in the sissy squad. If everybody wants yeah. to, come. I just found out one of my friends was was Kelly. mentioned in the thing. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Don't talk to me about it. I don't want to know. I don't care. So why'd you mention it? Because people bring it up, oh. send me things. If you want to talk about it, it's go not to the that, sissy squad. It's not that I don't care. It's too involved for me to yeah, even. It's too much. I don't like watching trials. Let's, I can talk about that. Even OJ and all that, I don't like getting involved in trials. It just, it, it's too exhausting for me. It's like soap operas for me. I can't watch them every day. What is that? Not, oh, that you're, that's my chair. The chair's I was creaky. Like, um, I, wa- I could watch the, the Michael Peterson trial from The Staircase with Freda Black. He, do you, did you or did you not have relationships with these men? Uh, because that's something, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that's not something you and I know about. You know, that's not something you and I would ever do. <laughs> Y'all, if you're not watching Parker Posey cosplay uh, District Attorney or Assistant District Attorney Freda Black, it is perfection. What is this? What show? The Staircase. Oh, the, so The Staircase is about Michael, Michael Peterson? Where have you been? I didn't know it was about him. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even know Parker Posey was in that. I want to say hello, McFly. <laughs> Is anybody home? Michael Pearson. That's the ones in Northern California. And they like died out no, in the, the ocean. No, you don't know what you're talking about. I Michael agree. Peterson was the guy, the staircase that who uh, her his wife either fell down the stairs or he bludgeoned her with the blow poke or something else happened. And that was in. And it may have been owls. And he's the one that had. Is he the one that had no legs from South Africa? No, he's the brown-headed one. I hate you. <laughs> we can't go into this. People are screaming. <laughs> I don't keep up. Your complete <laughs> ignorance is baffling about this. True crime. The, the thing, it's not even true crime. No, this is a big HBO show that is in entertainment. And the thing is, if we were interviewed about entertainment, you would, you would sound like a fucking rube. Lord, oh. you please just read, like maybe read Variety or something. Do you? I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Well, maybe can you read it? Do you need me to explain what happens into it? I, I need to get you a true crime primer because you don't know the difference between uh, mm. between Henry Lee Lucas. Oh. And uh, Lucas Haas. Not familiar. Neither of them. No. (laughs) Help me, everyone. (laughs) Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help me, Jabroni. You're my only hope. You're my only hope. Anyway, it's The Staircase. If you're not watching The Staircase, what are you doing with your life? It's fantastic on HBO Max. Unbelievable (sighs) TV making. Even if you don't know the story... Just how it's filmed, the brilliance of the time shifts that they make. It's really good television. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. No, I mean, I'll watch it. No, you won't. No, I can learn about this Peterson guy. Or you could watch the Netflix documentary that came out in like the early 2000s, oh. which was all about him. Well, because that's when it happened, right? Yes. Okay. 
and it was based on this was a movie description of no of, I remember talking about yeah. him in the news I just never read it <sighs> all right y'all don't send it to me because I don't care but uh, all right so why did I write oh there's shit everywhere in this bedroom all I of, agree you know, it's everywhere I liked it when Mahala went in and she's like oh you've been cleaning she y'all I will say uh, we on the first on the first episode we talked about. She actually uh, said, "It and I wrote it quote." She said, "Oh, it kind of looks like you were cleaning oh, sorry. In here." It was way more passive aggressive. But we were saying before uh, you. Uh, you were saying that you did a one eighty on her because you now think she is sinister. That was the word you used, um, and I think she is. Extremely passive aggressive. Oh, horrible! I think I think she is intending to make Miona feel not wanted. Yes, uh, but in a in a way that is somewhat underhanded. Uh, that that she was so it wouldn't feel like she was. And but, but also that the fact that she would always have deniability. But I asked her. I showed her how to use the washer. I did all oh, these yeah. things, Jabri. I tried to make her like me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. get. I get all that. Um, I, 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 I don't think she means. I think she would have done this to any woman he brought home for sure. Um. So I guess that's where I'm worried. I I I don't think she's out to destroy this girl. Um, I think she's just out to alienate her enough so that it'll make the relationship so difficult for Jabri. I think that's sinister to do to your own child. I think that's a really horrible thing to do. Uh, okay, let's go step further. Would would if you if one of like imagine one of your aunts mm -hmm. did not think uh something was someone was good enough for their son mm -hmm. and they were doing passive aggressive behavior mm -hmm. would you call that sinister still yes then i think we have different ver different understandings of that word sinister means evil to me and so maybe it, i don't think it's if so i don't think it's evil but i think it's I think you, why I use the word sinister. Can you use a different word? Because I'm, I'm not sure. Well, let me tell you what I, yeah. when I when I what I think when I the word sinister is um, so calculated and so 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 cold and not caring about other people's feelings, and the fact that someone is a therapist. Oh, I, we're both wrong. Um. Oh, it's just telling me the the the, the fucking the movie sinister. Um. Oh, you looking at the definition? Yeah, giving the impression that something harmful or evil is happening. Yeah, I, I thought it was related to evil. Evil, and um, I think I'm think, but but I can see I'm thinking of the word harmful. But I get that how it could be seen. But to me, so yes, I'm I'm agreeing with you. But I'm saying I think when I was saying the word sinister, of literally this idea of knowing you are causing harm to someone you don't give a shit about and causing harm to someone who is your child that is pretty deplorable to me okay um, let me be devil's advocate mm -hmm. is it devil's advocate to protect the interests of your child from someone who you in your head know is not good for your child uh that is th that 101 of being a parent is letting kids fall on their own 
And that Jabri that is your Jabri literally told her that she's not listening to him. Right? No, I I understand what you're saying. I guess also too the way she's going. About I'm gonna it. knock that over. Can you move that closer to you? Yeah, <laughs> you've got the whole other bed. <laughs> no, I will not. Um, I need to see that for the time, because also too, um, she can protect her child without gaslighting. I, I'm I I totally lying, agree. I uh. Being passive aggressive, they're just fascinating. <laughs> like, I, I, I think what I, where I, I think we're talking about the same behavior, and I'm, I'm seeing it as in a more gray area, and you're seeing it as more as absolute. Like at least Mother Debbie, yeah, is just full on. I'm taking this bitch out, and she's she's so combative right. and aggressive about it. But the fact that she is flat out lying to her son's face and what, and, and, what gas, do you think, and gaslighting the authenticity of her son's relationship. What do you think she's lying to his her son's the face about? The whole conversation. She she flipped that whole conversation on him on the end. It was horrible. Well, the thing is, it made my stomach turn. What what she? I, I'm I can't believe I'm defending this one. I didn't want to, but I think what almost every the words she's using all of that could be inferred when you say lying you'd have to prove it that it was that she was lying about something and she could say no what i meant was this she could say what she meant all but we all saw it we know how she did it and what she meant she's right. lying okay I, I do you not think she's lying about what i don't i still don't know what we're talking the about the whole conversation like where debris explains how Miona felt about the laundry thing, and she completely goes, "That's not what I meant at all." And all she's lying. Well, what she she said to later on, what she, what 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 Miona said was, "Your mother went through my laundry." Yes, that's not exactly what happened. That's not exactly what happened, but it was. And I originally, I was like. I thought that was honestly fraudacity because I was watching this happen and I went, what person would like pick up somebody's dirty laundry and look at their it clothes? Was fraud I thought it was fraudacity. I thought it was until we see her reaction at the end. Yeah. And she just gets so angry. I think, I think it's not that I'm seeing this as less harmful. I just don't see this woman as the big bad that you do. But oh, that's fine. I think I think – when we put our own, I think when we put our own selfishness of ourselves before our children, I think it's one of the greatest I, crimes that somebody I, can do. I agree with you, but I'm saying I'm trying to see it from this woman's perspective. She does not see that at all. This woman is saying, I have to get my son away from this terrible person. Like, so for her, she's being selfless. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I I understand where she's coming from. I just am calling just bullshit on her. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, to me, for for her to be thinking wanting to do evil, she would have to knowingly, knowingly want to do things, even though it would, would be hurt to hurt him. I'm shocked you can't see that. 
I, the, the shocking, I just, yeah, that is literally, that is exactly what she just did of what I saw in that conversation. No, I just don't see it that way. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm sh- kind of like, wow. Well, so I, <laughs> let us know. Cause I can't, to me, that was so clear I, as day. I'm, I'm still, I still think we're, we're agreeing on, the, I just don't think, I guess for me, it is the forethought of it. I don't you think don't that think is. You don't think she had forethought? Or you do? I don't think she did. Oh, I 100% think she did. Interesting. She, she's for the, the I think she's so calculating. Uh so again it was really doing the um collab with uh Rose Stephanie from Rose Pricks that right. really changed my mind on her. But in the way she presented it to me, I just saw it clear as day. To me. But I still agree she's a terrible person. Oh yeah. Um I just Oh, the tricks are called. No, I just someone from Los Angeles is calling me. <laughs> Why are they up? Oh, I, I don't guess know. it's no, it, they're up now. But it's just, uh, I guess I don't see. I see this as a family squabble about the mom being jealous of this mm-hmm. of, of this woman who's her fiance, mm-hmm. and I don't see it as a, this mythic quality that you seem to put into it. I just don't. I uh, I think I, this is not good behavior. Mm, no, it's um, not. and I think this is also this is an enmeshed family. Yes, and uh, and I I see it a lot more like um, I'm trying to think of on Night of Fiance who has been even more. I'm interested to meet because parents. next week we meet her mother, his grandmother. At least I think it's her mother because she yeah. looks just like her. I'm excited to meet. The grandmother and see what she's like just to kind of understand the family dynamic more yeah i just uh, let's talk let's about talk the about laundry it. scene sure so i think this is where i have more problem with what she was saying she said um uh biona had something she's like yeah everyone here is trying to be fake i'm like that's rich coming from you um i know it really sucks to me that miona is so horrible online and like next week we saw her she literally looks like she's trying to be someone who's of a well she's she is a troll online she's a troll because on the show i like her on this the way they're edited i like her and i sympathize with her so there's one moment where she's like i'm gonna show you how to do and i thought i can see how this would not be that this could be interpreted as a messy gesture and i think Mom knew this could be something where she could get her to do some more work. Uh, mm. And I think mom, I think Mahala always has plausible deniability. Oh, yeah. Of what she, she always could. makes sure that she's not backed into a corner. Yeah. And uh, I just, I see this as much normal, not, not that it should be normal, but this is normal mom behavior that I've seen from a lot of people. But I, I don't say think it's right, it's toxic. Oh, yeah. But I'm Very not toxic. surprised by it. Um, um, yeah. Um, but I think... Uh, yeah, because she just wanted to do laundry so she could talk about her clothes. That's right. For sure. And what do you think... So she says... Which I don't understand. If you want to have that conversation about her clothes, uh, have it with... Have that with her and Jabri. Like, have that with your son. Oh, I think... That's not how she rolls. No, it's not. Yeah. So. Because she wants them talking back and forth because if they talk about it together, 
if she talked about about the clothes things with Jabri in front of her, then she can't call bullshit because right. Jabri knows what happened. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so they are. Uh, she said, um, "I don't know about." She said, "Is, is that a, is that something for your hair?" Well played, and she's like, "It's just so little," and uh, and the mom's like, "Well, you know, uh, I I I don't uh, I don't think that you should be maybe uh, in Cedar Rapids. This is maybe not the best to wear, and I do think this is seems like it's fully intentioned to be nice, but it's not. Uh, no, she's trying. To, she's." Basically, she told. I wrote. I thought she's just using the community as an excuse. It's about. I'm finally. I at least glad that she eventually talked about. It made her uncomfortable. She didn't really say her. She said it makes her husband Brian uncomfortable. No, she did not. She she did not say that. She insinuated that. No, I wish she would just say how she felt. She she doesn't. She did not mention. She's. She basically said. I worry about how that's going to be for Brian. She turned yeah. it on to her. Yes. So exactly. it really wasn't about it's. It's about so she literally is perpetuating. It's a woman's job to take care of a man's feelings and a man's well, impulses. That and men are incapable of controlling their yes. impulses. Yes. Yes. And so I'm just. <laughs> uh, I know all that's despicable. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. I should not. I should not feel that this. It's not good. I just think that this is normal mom behavior, it, it, like toxic mom behavior. Definitely. Yeah, definitely toxic. And so, because yeah, that's what she first. She talks about the town, the town people, and she says she even does things like the everything she says is nuanced in shame. That's what is my. That is the core of what really. As a therapist, ev- too. Boy. Everything and the fact that. She has empathy because you have to, or she's the worst therapist in the world, because you have to have some empathy of knowing how someone feels. And you, the fact that she doesn't. She does say, you seem really intelligent. And that, that's, what this, that's what I was leading into, the whole thing of, you seem really intelligent. And if somebody's seeing you, that she's, she doesn't say it, but she's insinuating they're going to think you're dumb. And Miona wrote, yeah, it gives me confidence to wear like this. And if people don't like it, I say, fuck you to everyone. And I went, fuck. I actually yelled at my computer, yes. And then I went, oh, wait, you're a troll. I can't like you. Because <laughs> she's so horrible well, online. The thing is, she's coming off really well on the show. Oh, she's, she is. She's, they're giving her kind of the star edit. They really, um, really fucking yeah, are. And, and, then, and then Mahala says to the camera, she's like, you know... <sighs> If she chooses not to adjust this, it's just a deeper issue of disrespect. And Ugh. I went, this has nothing to do with disrespect. It's that Mahala, make, literally, she is so self-absorbed. She makes it all about her. She is, I, I would say she is just as self-centered as someone like Bilal. She just handles it way differently than he does. And But the fact that I just thought, when, what does a woman's clothes... Uh, clothes have to do, and which I know it, it's this is the way it is in the world, but it just feels like if you're if you're not comfortable in your own home, then say, be honest and say, I know it means nothing for you. It just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just not do, for me. Do you think it's a bigger betrayal for you that she's a therapist and she's passive aggressive about it instead of being outright? 
Uh, is that why it triggers you so much? Uh, it, yeah, I guess some that she's a therapist and has no empathy for someone. That's pretty mm-hmm. shocking. But it really is the way she is just doesn't really care about her son's happiness. It, it's interesting. when Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I would have stronger feelings about her if the two of them, if Miona and Jabri weren't such jokes. Because I feel like both of them are. They are jokes. They're one hundred percent jokes. But I think they both actually care about each other and love one another. True, but I, you know, I don't. I, I, I find that irrelevant about to that on the show. Irrelevant. Hello, irrelevant. Because I think both of them went on the show to be influencers. Agreed. Um, and that's kind of why I don't have a lot of sympathy for either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I have a hard time when I see another person doing harm to them or kind of giving them a little bit to, to kind of showing that not, not almost not really making anything just or evening things out for them, but kind of clocking them. I don't, I feel less, I don't feel redeemed mm-hmm. anything. Because they're they're so ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do I think she's awful in her behavior. Do I think any woman who's any woman or a daughter in law needs to be treated this way? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But I can't get really that uptight about it because these two people are laughable. <laughs> to me, that does that's to me that has no bearing though on for me just watching it and that just. Bottom line, a mother shouldn't treat her son this way. That's your child. I agree. And so whether they're laughable or not to me, it doesn't make a difference. So the next scene, he's there with pink hair. We've already talked about it. And and he says, I'm pissed off that Miona isn't comfortable. You went through her laundry, which is not really what happened. That's not, well. Um, and and we, we saw Miona at a flashback of her saying it. She did say, uh, and maybe she went through her laundry more and we just didn't see it. Right. But if if she went through all of her clothes, then they should have edited a snap cut of that. That would have been amazing. And Miona, and Miona just told him all about it. And and I went, well played, Miona. And, and then mom said, she didn't seem upset to me. Uh, that, that was what the mom's takeaway was, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, she wrote... Um... Uh, yeah, because Debris said also that's not a. I don't think that's a, which is a, a good boundary to try to do appropriate at all. And because Debris keeps saying, which now I want to happen, he says Miona has a temper and will end up going off on my mom, and I'm like, please let that happen. Um, and so, but yeah, that the way Mahala when he says it, to her Mahala says. There seems to be a miscommunication going on. And uh, and he's like, Mom, come on. And she says... She you're just really did, just upset. Maybe you're upset about something in your relationship. She said, yeah, that's when she said... That was awful. It was awful. She, she said, it's just she didn't seem upset, so... She, and then she even said, like, "Mom, you're fucking with my brain." But don't you gotta <laughs> you gotta point with the things that she said that it was so. It the fact that every mother or not every, but like every parent can have some passive aggressiveness. The fact that she like keeps going in and twisting yeah. the knife because she said she didn't seem upset, and then she said, looked at him and said, "Is that not was our conversation not real? Because it was real to me, right?" It's and she said. Uh, and that's where she said, um, Mahala then says, 
Well, I'm concerned she's being fake with us. Yeah, she, she did say that. Is she not showing? So how am I? If she's being fake, Julie, then how am I going to get to know her? <laughs> I, I Like, I, horrible. I, I agree. And I can see all of this. I think I just keep it as a distance at a distance because I don't take I don't take these two people seriously. Like I said, yeah, but that has no relevance to me in this. Yeah, just, uh, the fact that it's your—I mean, how? No, here's here's let me, how would you feel if your mother talked to your brother this way? I in my real life, I would have a problem with it. But I mean, let me clarify why I'm saying this. I don't believe that these people have decided to live in their parents' house. If if they really wanted to do, they really wanted to be somewhere. If 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 they did not want this sitcom life mm-hmm. that they're in, they would have moved somewhere. Agreed. He chose to live in. He knows his mother's going to do this. This was all almost scripted before we started. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, he did say he was worried about. His that's mother, why yeah. I don't. I I I have a hard time getting really. Agitated about this, mm-hmm. I just kind of watch it like I watch a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I think she's being, that's why I think this storyline has zero stakes for me, because I thought from the beginning, uh, I think Jabri said, "You know what would be really funny? What if we go back and live in my parents' house in in Rapid City? Can you imagine?" And then I wear cowboy stuff all the time, and like mm-hmm. we kind of cosplay. Can you imagine a girl from Serbia? Then we can get the band together and do all kinds of shit. That's what. When there's no stakes, I don't get upset. That that's and we're inferring from that. We, that's what I think probably too. But we don't know that if we're taking the show yeah. on just what the show is giving us, right? They do seem very much in love for it, and for a mo- for to have this conversation, and then flip the script, and then the mom even says, "Wow, is she always putting this much pressure on you, Jabri?" Oh yeah, she got involved with the relationship, and Jabri even says, "My mom knows tricks of the trade. She knows how to do her therapy thing." And I went, "No, this isn't. I am a therapist." This is not a therapy thing. This is someone who knows how to manipulate people. I, I guess I still, and so he's like, Mom, I can't believe he's like, I live a fast lifestyle. Yes, this is fast. I just have a hard time taking anything this person says is serious. I know you keep saying that, but I don't think it has any, for me, it doesn't have any bearing for how a mother speaks to her son. Okay. That, I, so I, I'm, I'm just trying to make that clear. I know, like, that's fine. But for me, I'm like, I don't care if he's not serious or not. This is your kid. And that we see this is I, why your kid, because you've babied him his whole life. I, I know I'm saying. And if she let, but the, let me finish. The whole point is she keeps saying, I need to take care of you. And love makes you forget things. And I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm asking you questions because I want you to have a partner that's good for you. No, you don't. You want to keep babying him. Yeah. That's why he is this. That's why he is fast. That's why he is fun. Right. The only way Jabri's going to grow up is to let him get fucking married, and if she takes him for a ride and takes him for all he's worth, and he gets fucking chewed up and spit out and on his own puts himself back together, he's got to do that. I understand what you're saying. The reason why I can't get upset is I think he's acting. And I I just, everything, all the stakes go down for me. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, this person doesn't seem convincing in his own skin to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think everything is a big fraud. Uh, and their relationship may be, but I'm saying if I don't believe, 
If I don't, if I don't believe their authenticity, how can I believe any of it? I get so, that. I get how people can feel that way. That's not how I feel, but I get that. Because to me, I think the Benny, uh, I say call him Benny because I was just thinking of Benny and that Jabri. It's like a Benny, but who has more talent and follow through, which is saying something. I, you haven't watched their music. I would, I renege on that talent. But at least he's, <laughs> at least he's made music and like it's no, gone true. out on a tour like it's somewhat at least he's like put in the work and effort but the reason I compare both of them is they're both just fucking dreamers yeah and so to me maybe it's fake but I also watch this and I think Jabri is that guy who always wants to he is dream 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 guy too and mom probably wiped his ass his whole life and said Dream about whatever you want. But when it comes to a woman who's going to, I think this is totally just about, she's going to take away my son from me. Yeah. 100%. It's I, her own selfishness. I just, I, I wish I could feel strongly about this, but I just. I think that's okay. Yeah, I mean, we don't I just, have to feel the same. Well, no, I'm just saying, you're, I I agree with you. If If all the things you were telling me were about something that I thought had real stakes, mm-hmm. I think I would be mm-hmm. invested. Yeah. But I see, I feel, I feel the marks of them massaging the storyline in in a in a in a way that I've never felt with any ninety day story mm. that we've ever covered. Yeah, that everything to everything feels curated to the to him taking her around town. I think the only authentic person is Miona. And I think mom is playing up everything. I think the dad is. Miona's just looking around because she's herself. I mean, if she wasn't such a troll online, you do feel sorry for Miona in the edit. Oh, I, I you like, do. Man, you just don't know what no, she's getting into weirdly, at all. She's the one I feel sorry for. Yeah. I don't feel sorry for Jabri. I don't I can I can think the mom is awful, but I don't connect. I feel sorry for Jabri that this is probably the way he grew up. That his mom yeah. always doing this to him his yeah. whole life. So he's complicit in it now because he doesn't yeah. even really, he thinks that's the norm. And that's sad to me because she's, she would be a, a wretched person to live with. I, I, I guess, but I think She'd that's be in a lot of guilt. I think that's looking past the reality TV lens that, and that's what that I, earlier when you talked about, it feels like that he was like, let's, I mean, we but, both have done that, but like, I'm saying influencers, but I'm saying, even more than that, I'm saying that's why I don't feel anything mm-hmm. because I don't think the stakes are real. Mm-hmm. So with reality TV, there have to be stakes and there's no stakes here. Also, this is a spoiler. They're already married. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's why there's no stakes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but would sorry, that change what you thought? <laughs> no. I think that yeah. probably she, the I, mother's going to treat them like this the, forever. The long and the short of it, I just can't get, I can't, get emotional or I can't have to a me, strong it makes opinion it more real that they are married. Yeah. Like that actually makes more even stakes. But no, I'm saying that's why all this is manufactured. So, so that's why I don't know. I don't think the way them, even like when Jabri, cause Jabri speaks in dreams and metaphors and all this shit that she, and like when she, he says, you know, mom, he said, I know I live my life fast. He's like, this feels slow for me actually. Which is not true, but for him it does. And he said, you know, and he said some bullshit like, Mom, life could end tomorrow. Oh, I rolled my eyes so hard. And I rolled my eyes too, but the way she took it then, I went, really? She goes, oh, that is so disrespectful. 
That's a terrible because line. Because when you fall and get hurt, it's the hurt people that love you. We're the ones that have to pick you back up and put you together. And I went, so sorry, Mother Teresa. Well, I think What that's, a martyr. I think that's indicative of what she's had to... So I think... Maybe see it from her perspective. He's fallen and failed so many times. She obviously doesn't know what tough love is. No, she but, does not. So she's resentful of all the times he has, uh, he has, as he, as he said, fallen and she's had to pick them back up. Yeah, and then she even takes it. Again, she's like, so how do I take him upsetting me and being disrespectful? How do I make that put fault in his relationship? Oh, I'll say... We have to work and put you back together. And I don't know if she can do that. Will she be there? Will she be able to pick you back up? Because, yeah, she's pretty and she shows her breast, but what? A, and that's where yeah. he goes, Mom. And she goes, Jabri. That made that, me laugh. That's, why, that's when we went thing. into villain dialogue. And I was like, I don't believe any of this. Mm. No one no one talks like this. If she really does, then she's, if this is all fake on her part, she's a master actor. I didn't say it's all fake. I'm saying the situation that they've created and they're playing things up more. Um, I just wonder, mm. I. I I I I felt this way from the, for as, for this couple that I've just kind of laughed at them, mm-hmm. and they don't get a lot of discussion, serious discussion online for that reason, yeah. because I think most people think that they they think oh this this woman's a B for blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. she is, but I think I just it's hard for me to get intensely interested in it. Well, yeah. that's fine. I am for you. Or for anybody else. So I think that's all I have for them. Uh, yeah, let's move on to uh, uh, Kara and Kara. Baby G. Woohoo! Baby G boy, the woohoo girl. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens So, it's so nice to meet you, Guillermo Guillermo, what's the worst thing you've ever said about Kara? And can you say it and I can remind her about it when we're out having drinks because I kind of want to have her as my like son single girlfriend. Hillary's a terrible friend. She isn't she? She's a terrible friend. <laughs> Hillary so is a can terrible, you tell me terrible friend. What's the worst thing Kara's ever done? Because I want to bring it right to the top of the conversation. Oh, I mean, may, I'm sure producers want them to I talk do. about yeah, this. Totally. Golly. Um, just for clarification, the last thing I said, I said spoiler alert. It's actually not a spoiler alert. Uh, it was to me. It ha- no, it, it happened. And I'm saying it did not. No, when I say spoiler alert, mm-hmm. that means something's going to come out in the wash mm-hmm. after the show. It's something we're going to see in the show. Okay. This is not a spoiler. Understand? Yes. What would it be then? I don't know. But this is something. This is, this is more for audacity that... Mm-hmm. Almost a lot of people reported this. Starcasm reported it. Fast forward it like a minute if you don't want to hear this. Again, not a spoiler. <laughs> well, it spoils the show for people. When I think of spoiler, I think we have a different meaning for the word spoiler. Spoiler, for me, spoiler means you spoil what I'm watching and you spoil it for me. A spoiler means you're going to spoil the end of the show, not something that's going to show that the show is for audacity. In other words, y'all, they were married. I, I spoke. I misspoke. They were actually married before they went on the show. That's the rumor mill. That is. Wave. It's been confirmed by several mm-hmm. outlets. By several outlets. Meaning. Jabri and Miona were That's why married. she went by the name Bell. That's his surname. Uh, she, Miona. Miona went. Bell. 
she went by that where? Uh, before, like years before. Oh, uh, okay. And there was, there was, she, he said sense. something about my wife. Oh, there you so. go. So, anyway. Uh, so, Karen Guillermo, y'all, they're meeting Hillary and Cooper. Cooper. And Cooper. turns out Hillary's skeptical. And y'all, the first thing Kara does is like, how much alcohol has this got in it? I want to know if it's going to get me lit. Yeah, Kara's like, you know, Hillary's my friend who's inquisitive and likes to know the dirt. Y'all, I'm inquisitive and I like to know the dirt. And I don't ask people this when I first meet them. It almost is like either producers wanted to do this or Kara wanted her to do it. I don't think they have any real problems. I don't think they do either. No. I think she's getting a terrible edit. Uh, the last two episodes for them. She's not getting a great one. Yeah, she's not well liked in the in the nine day universe in for our social media. So Hillary starts on with like, "I was a disaster at twenty three, which is a terrible thing to say to someone who's twenty three across from you, also, and because you're implying you you're a disaster, you just don't know it. Well, and also, she didn't have to abandon her home country because uh, right uh, of. Didn't have to grow up fast. It, like just just the amount of of uh, privilege she speaks with, and that she just it, it it was a reminder for me because I've been in situations where just being you know you're talking to someone even in their younger thirties. I've said like I don't mean something, but you'll know when you get older. But I'm like I'm gonna stop saying that because. You really just don't know someone's experience. You really That's just don't. true, especially someone like Guillermo. I'm like, Hillary, when you were 23, you were trying to figure out like how you can go on uh, a spring break with your friends in your sorority, even though you've graduated. How you can like, keep- That was your problem. How like, we're going to get Paige, and we're going to get Melinda, and we're all going to- And you're going to act like it's their room, and then we're going to stay with me at Burrow Beach. Exactly. That was her And big go problem. to the Zeta Tau fundraiser. Yes. And then go to the dance later on that night. Oh my God, remember those dances? <laughs> Where Guillermo's like, people are shooting at me. I'm going right. to leave my country. And Guillermo basically says, uh, they were, they're talking about, he said, I don't like it when Kara drinks. Um, and everything, and sometimes every time she drinks, I and I know how it ends every time she drinks, which is... Not a and Kara's just it's interesting because Kara just sits there and listens, and I mean, she's a woohoo girl and she's not made she sits there and listens because she kind of said in the first episode like she's all but said I'm a woohoo girl yeah so I think she owns it I know but it's it's strange that it it, it seems like it's something they've talked about and they're kind of okay with mm-hmm. and he says. Uh, and 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 Hillary's like, so Kara lives her life on Kara's terms, and then Guillermo's like, sometimes she just makes me. Sometimes I feel like she knows what makes me uncomfortable, and she still does it. Which is, y'all, that's a vulnerable confession yeah. to make. And Kara's sitting there just smiling, and and it's just it's a weird moment. It's a weird moment. And then, so later on, and Hillary won't stop y'all. So what's your biggest fight? What? Even, it, and Guillermo was like, well, you know, once in the DR, she threw my clothes out on the lawn. And Kara says, well, there was a Canadian girl that he, that, before me. That he dated before. 
And, you know, he just said, he said sweet and romantic things to me all the time. And he said this one thing about, I don't remember, it doesn't matter, the moonlight on the water. And it was so pretty. She's like, and then when I went back and looked through his phone one time, he <laughs> said the same thing to her. And thank God for you know, Cooper, who Cooper went, wait. You Are were you looking? still checking his phone? I'm glad that they glossed over that that wasn't... Kara tried to act like that wasn't a big deal at all. I liked it that, that they're, they're making an excuse about using a line. Y'all, men don't have a lot of lines. But I have like three <laughs> I, that I say all the time. I fully expect that my current partner has said the same thing to X. I know! Y'all, you're not that special. <laughs> We're none of us are. We're not that Except special. For me. We've all heard the same things. Poodle Enneagram Four. And I'm on my cord. <laughs> you how many men have said the same thing to you that you'll never know? You know, I don't care and I don't want to be told. Yeah, it's when so, they're looking in my eyes and they're like You're just so you shine like a diamond. They don't say wow. that to me. Shine bright like a, a diamond. diamond. She had her baby. So, um, anyway, it's like, anyway, it's, I was like, come on. And uh, so, Cooper asked that question, and Kara says, well, she says, she's lying. He says, are you still checking his phone? And she goes, no, not really. I mean, just, a, no, a little, just, mm, no. And then, come the, on. And then Guillermo, in in a good way says well i actually go through her phone too but we do it together and she's like yeah yeah we she didn't Y'all, say that but I kn- you like, know she goes through his phone through all his phone. the time and that's not together i just don't get that i don't get going through that. phones i've never i've never done it if that's a betrayal of trust for if me my partner if he said he wanted to go through my phone I would let him, but I'd be, I'd be, I would be letting him, I'd be a mar about it. I'd give him my phone to give him that rope to hang himself because I'd say, you look through that phone and tell me if you see anything. And then he'd look for two hours and find nothing. And then what, I'd hold it over. What him. if he asked, what if you had, what if you had an ex's number and it was listed as something like, I don't know, Josh Big Dick or something like that. I just pulled that. Out. I think that's a listing in my phone still. The um, way you put people in your phone. I bet when you just type the word dick, like 30 people come up. <laughs> Scruff. <laughs> dick. Love surnames. Grinder. That's, that's Dickity how, dick. How, that's how I'm going to, that's how I classify. I don't need to know last names. Vaughn's dick. <laughs> but I'm saying, what if that happened and it was a big deal? What would you spend the next time doing? What if it happened? Meaning if they saw the ex boyfriend? Yeah, I would say, who gives a fuck? Look and see when I texted him last. I mean, I pro- I would have some. And what if that? What phone. if just just not to invent to invent problems? What if that was like them saying happy birthday to you uh, um, two months after you were together? They said happy birthday, and I either responded or I just said thanks. Okay. But I, I think I would be offended of the jealousy anyway. And you, what you'd that is. You'd be offended by the person wanting to look? No, of, of questioning me about it. No, yes, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I, I would let him look to hang himself to show him that there's nothing fucking there. Now, if I didn't want you to look at my phone, that means I'm fucking cheating on you. I 
disagree. Or, 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 well, no, but I mean, like, it's a privacy thing. No, no, yeah, but I'm just saying the mar in me, I'd let them look at my phone so to prove to them you ain't got nothing to worry about. Oh, and I'm now the, you look like an asshole. I'm the opposite. For me, it's about you want to do something like this that's crossing a line. Yeah. And that means it's not even, even if you, even if there was something to find, if you don't trust me, what are we even doing? No, I'd let them do it once to see nothing. And but, then if they asked again. But I'm saying just the idea that they would say. Oh, no, it's horrible. You look should, at my phone. I don't think you should. I don't think you should ever look at somebody else's phone for any reason. Because I just. And I think when, if, when. Unless trust has already been broken. Right. And you. But even then, like. I think some people look at their wives and husbands' phone who they're when they're they're just doing it, and I just, I guess that's okay if you're married and things like that. I just I would not be comfortable. I mean, some people are comfortable with it, and maybe so. So I don't know. Come at us, y'all. But but like, know, what if but. what if they saw like a text from that they were talking to a girlfriend about a, a husband complaining about a husband something that they wouldn't and the husband got angry about something that was being said about him mm-hmm. you know that was supposed to be private nothing mm-hmm. i will say this nothing good can come from other people looking at people's private information yeah. nothing good yeah 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 so it's it breaks because there's a reason why things are private and the reason why we should guard, we should be, have separate identities from our significant others or boyfriends. Yeah. And there should be things, we don't have to keep things from them, but there, there's a reason why we don't publish every conversation we have with other friends and say, oh, sure, I'm an open book, you can read it. And I, because I don't think that is a healthy attitude either. It just winds up punishing the other person. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, and I don't think that's healthy either. No, it's not, but that's what I would I would punish them because I have no secrets. So I'd say, there you go. But I'm saying the concept of, of it doesn't matter if you no, I'm agreeing have you no shouldn't, secrets. You shouldn't look through somebody's phone. Um, but I'm saying it's, it's, a, it's the sanctity of your own privacy. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, I think it's, it's, I think people need to be, take ownership of that more. But I think people are like, oh, I don't have anything to hide. It's not about that. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just give somebody my phone. Yeah. Like, sure. Look, it would be totally with with malice. I'm letting them do it. But see, I say I just wouldn't let them do it. Oh, that's what the army? I'd love them. again. I'd love. But them fuck why would you? Why would you do it if you didn't want to? To show them they were wrong. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking. So then they could sit there and look at my phone and they go, oh, there's nothing in there. And I would say, and why would you have ever questioned it? <laughs> I guess. I just, I would stop because that. Because if you want to look through my phone, then that tells me there's oh, something on I your see. phone. And I'm not going to look through your phone. I just know. Wow. <laughs> Thankfully, this does not happen in my own relationship. I just, yeah, I, I just don't. No one's ever asked me for that. Actually, one person has asked me, can we delete our apps? That's different. Then we were, and I said, yeah, I think we can do that. Because your phone is your phone for everything. Yeah. I said, yeah, we can do that. And, uh, and then they kept asking if I had. And I said, they're not, I said, I haven't deleted all of them. I said, but 
I'm not signing in. Because we'd only been dating for like three months. What, I'm going to delete everything? Did you actually, were you signed in still or not? I was not signed in. So, I mean, but he, that, that's such a good indicator for you to see. First off, three months in the relationship, like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. But it was, and he, he kept saying, I still think, he's like, I'm sorry, I just worry. And I'm like, that's all about you. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's a gay no. thing, y'all. Apps. No, it's not. People. No, I'm talking about gay thing with beings on the apps, even even when you're still. No, it's not. That's a straight thing. I have a lot really? of Really? Yeah. It's like. That's a bit. That's sadly now a relationship step thing. They're like, we delete your tender. We deleted our bumble. That's a big deal when people delete those. Right. This was three months in when he asked me to do that. I mean, if that you both felt like that was time for you to do that, I didn't. Well, (laughs) but you know, I did. I did say I won't. Why did you agree though? If you didn't feel like it was Um, the right time, I I wanted to give him that. And I decided maybe this is about me being afraid of commitment. Mm. And then he realized, no, this was about me. No, he's just crazy. Finding out that he yeah. <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Which served you better. So that's good. Uh, so anyway. Kinda, I agree with Poodle. I think they just, I don't think they have a lot of problems at all. And she's going to get a, she's not getting the best at it. At it and bless her heart. There's just. She's, she's going to. I, I, People are I, just going to come I for her don't because think, they do. I don't think this is. There's no way that the producers knew exactly how they were going to treat her, and she is leaning into it. Yeah. And I don't think she's she's not being. She doesn't know the reality of getting an edit like this on reality TV, because number one, she's a pretty girl. Girls are going to come for her. They're going to want to protect Guillermo. And she's pretty. She's smart. So it, there's just like y'all. There's one thing we've learned from the show. It's not always this way, but we will. But I've just something I've learned is that it's like the difference we said. It's like with Kim and Kyle. Certain women will just go at Kim and at Kim and at yep. Kim and not ever mention Kyle. Yeah. And so it's just we. Karen's going to get those type of people. We also live by that privilege. Because for sure, for yeah, sure. and uh, and we we know that uh, as because if as Kim men. said some of the shit we've said on the show, some people would eviscerate oh. her. Oh yeah. Uh, so I one thing, y'all, and we we of course hit on the the ultimate trope of the show. You know, ninety days is not a lot of time. Oh, blah blah blah. And remember, y'all, remember that the the visa was not meant for to decide to get married. What's the that? visa was meant. To be to get people you over there. You already know by then. <sighs> now, granted, if you don't really live together, like, or because like Bilal and Shida, she's like, "Whoa, I didn't know this guy." Yeah. All right, let's talk about Patrick and Thais. Thais, they're on their way home from the and John Boston John and John. Um, they're on the way home. She's like, "Oh, it's so beautiful." She's very excited. She sees the house. And she's like, oh, this is beautiful. But she doesn't, Brazilian sissies come at us because she says it's not normal for him to live with his brother like this. I should not have to live with my brother-in-law. She's a princess. She is a princess. Yeah. She's spoiled rotten. Um, I felt like, but again, I don't want to be a dumb American and clump all 
Latinx cultures and to get they just and I don't personally know anyone from South American culture in general. So it's so but I want to but my friends that are from South America, but different parts of South America, historically, generally, they are that family lives with other family. That's common. So I wanted to know. Yes. But until you get married or move out. And so it's that. So Brazilian sissies, first of all, if you're a male Brazilian sissy, come Come at me, come at poodle. And for me, you're gonna have to come on me too. Let me know, like, would you be bothered by this? Is Tice just being a spoiled brat, which I think she is, or is this something yeah, like I that? Don't, I don't like her because she because she acts like this is weird, and she doesn't say in my country, but she does say in America that you shouldn't have to do this. So can I can I, I say know. one thing about this? She's she's nice, kind of just kind of deigning to him. If I'm meeting someone's brother for the first time, I'm going to be sweet as punch. I don't think she loves him at all. Patrick? No. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of think that they they do love each oh, other. Oh, I think he's head over heels with her. Yeah, but you think she's just biding her time. I think she is biding her because you, I mean, maybe she's just getting triggered by him in some way or whatever, but it's just like, again, it's, when you really love someone, this is not how you meet their brother for the first. Now, that, granted, they do talk a lot online, right? But still, when you love someone, you go the extra effort. And even if even if someone may maybe a we little love someone, there you go. Y'all, he's just staring at me. I would love to make a point without being interrupted by back throat screaming. Although I do it to you too, so regardless. So I this is it's so interesting because you're coming into a family dynamic. She also must know that they had a harder time growing up. Thank you and for asking that. This that. is that this is someone who they supported one another in this. Does she? Maybe that, she that's doesn't. My, that's my question. I, I I wish we knew. Does she know their background? Because how can you? I just because I think you're asking if you know their background, how can you behave this right? way? Right, and I would say if when and that's the thing. If she is is truly if Patrick and Thais have talked about a lot of this, and if she's like, "Why is your brother living with us?" He all he would say is, "You know, my brother is my best friend. We've gone through a lot together." Please don't question that right now. Yeah. And that should be enough. It should be enough. And if he has said that and she's still acting this way, then she's Oh, even she's spoiled. Than we I, I don't like her. Um, I'm not a fan either. I'm so not a fan. uh we they get home and he's like, There's a the little puffball dog. He's like, Oh blah, 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 blah. Now did you know what happened immediately? She just kinda left the dog. I told you, I don't think she's going to no, I don't think so. But I think, I think they did talk about the dog. I think he brought the that up new, again. the stars of this, the this show, of this segment of the show, are going to be John and that dog. I guarantee you, he's going to love that oh, dog. Oh, it's going to be his dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I love you, you little, 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 uh, you little mutt. What's his name? Osborne. Theodore. Theodore. Uh, he's he's always by my side, Theodore. Um, oh. and. John's like, is it champagne time? And so they they pop a bottle. They have some champagne. Now, do I think John might have, let's say, issues with alcohol? That's pretty certain. <laughs> he does. Yeah, let's also, just... Also, <laughs> I'm 
But I should probably go to a, a probably Al-Anon meeting for this. That's my, not a codependent part of me. But I feel sorry for John. Me too. Because I feel like, I feel like John, John has no friends. And maybe that's not true or not. But the fact that, like, think about it. You would come home and meet your boyfriends. You, we both have brothers. Our brother came home, and we're not young. We know better. So we're our age now, which John is close to or older. And you, actually, I think he's probably late 30, whatever. Your brother comes home with his fiance, not girlfriend, but fiance and from 90 days, and you know that they don't see each other a lot. You would meet them, and then what would you do? Um, try to find a way to pick out what was wrong with them. <laughs> this is a trick question. <laughs> That's why Poodle would be great on the show, y'all. But I probably would either meet them, maybe talk for like an hour, get to know them a little, and then be like, you know what? I'm having dinner with friends. Oh, oh, I see. Because you know they want to fuck. Yeah. They want to fuck. And they turn fuck. on the shower. Instead, Patrick's like, we're going to go take a shower. You might want to turn the TV up. And I just thought, does John not have anybody like to go hang out with besides his brother? I think John has had moved a, down from Boston. I think John's had a lot of hardship in his life. I, it's yeah. Oh. John's had. I think John's had a lot of restarts. If you know what and I so, mean. And I wonder, does I want to say, well, does Tice know about his restarts, and she doesn't want to be codependent? But no, I do think she's just spoiled. So the next uh, time, Her name is pretty. Uh, it, it is. Pretty. It looks pretty. The, the next morning, they are. He's like, "I'm making breakfast," and she's, John's like, "She should be making you breakfast." Breakfast. Like, Sorry, oh, breakfast. Breakfast. They did have the best sex of his life, according to Patrick. Uh, I'm sorry. He doesn't know how to do it. I I think he's a she bad does. lover. She does. He does. And he said, so he's just drinking beer. Number one, this doesn't look like it's very, not not that I'm defending. Wait, drink, what are you about to say? Drink beer at 9 a.m. It looks a little later than. than he the, later said, who cares if I want to have a beer at 11 o'clock? Right. He's, he said noon or 11. So it probably, he's probably lying. It's probably 1030. <laughs> that's true. And, and do I, I I'm not going to judge whether that's early enough. If you if you are, if you're on a Saturday, you do what you want. Now, um, he just said it's his normal day out. I am going to, if you're having it, I think 1030 in the morning is too, unless you're on vacation. Vacation, not day off. No, I I get you, but I'm saying, do you? You're on a cruise ship. Do you know, eight a.m. Do it. Do you know Boston drinking? Oh yes, yes. A, I already knew from the time I was in Boston, and B, I was at our live show. Sissies <laughs> took it down. I, I'm just saying, I, I I'm not comfortable judging that the way she did. Uh, and she I, said, I, "I'm judging it now from a distance, yeah. but I would not judge that right there. Everything I can do not to sing Bette Midler right now, just so you know. From a distance, <laughs> I remember playing on the piano, and my aunt said, that is my favorite song you play, Jay Bird. <laughs> Which aunt? Aunt Jane. God is watching us. Wait, 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 wait. God is watching us. Did you? God is watching us from a distance. God is watching us. God is watching us. God is watching us. And the way the song ends, from 
a distance. That piano interlude was amazing. Did you sing the song while you played it? Maybe. For Aunt Jane. Maybe. Wow. No, I I, I was too afraid. I was too afraid to sing back then. I played piano. What other boys do you know played from a distance? I'm sure a lot of them. And they were all Marys. <laughs> they were all Marys. God, I loved playing from a distance. I, um, yeah, John just like, well, bless his heart. I, but again, but maybe, it, but maybe no. we're too tenderhearted in that uh, if I move to someone's house, like to me, but maybe this is just I'm 43 and she's whatever, 23 or however old. She's yeah. young. You can't look at John and not see pain. But, but maybe this is, she doesn't see that. This is her. Oh, you mean she would. You mean she How would. How could your heart not. I you, see. And But again, that could be my own codependency talking. But I don't think it. It's still, when you're meeting someone the first time, I just don't know how she's You mean she the fact it. that she called him crazy? Yes. Yeah. Because it wasn't even like, she full on went in judging him, calling him crazy, and shaming him. And it's weird because, y'all, I think if this was anyone else saying things like, no bueno. This is not, because that's obviously Spanish, y'all, not Portuguese. Yeah. And I think it was, I have such a soft spot for John, and maybe it's like you, I know he has a problem with alcohol. Mm-hmm. I know, and I know he's been through some trauma, and he's funny. It's the, and it's a, honestly for both of them. It's why Patrick is my favorite person on this show. Wow! No, I. I it's what I said he, before. He did. He is more enduring to me now. I this. think he's all heart. I love this guy. I think he's a sweet, sweet guy, oh, and I think Lord. he. De- I think he deserves better than her. And he's dumb and he, as a dumbbell. <laughs> I don't think he's pro. Actually, I don't. I think that he comes off a little bit on the show. I'm not saying he's a brainiac, but he's a smart guy and he's a good. But I just think that he just again. When I see Patrick, these these two guys just want to be loved. Yeah, and to be loved in return. It's so. It's really compelling watching it. Greatest thing I've ever learned. What if I just got up and peed? Just to love and be loved in return. You can't sing. (laughs) You can't sing uh, the lyrics of Nature Boy and and not ask not not want me to not sing it. The good thing about do that's true. Good thing about do that. We have that toilet prompt right there. Yes. So. He's making food, uh, and he's like, I'm going to make John some eggs. And she's just being a surly little thing about it. Yeah. It's just like, no, but we're going to eat together. And I'm just like, have? And yeah, John's, it, mouth, John's mouthing off to her, too. He is, but, but the reason why John is mouthing off to her is she already, from the word go, doesn't want to show any exertion on her part for trying to be included in this family yeah she doesn't realize she's the one stepping into not a relationship right she's stepping into a family yeah it would be the same way of, and john keeps using the word family you're yes, part of our and family john is, now keeps saying it. 
John actually, I feel like, is trying to support his brother. Yeah. He even says that to her. Think about this. And if you're like, no, no, I don't think that's true. How would you, what if she was treating one of John's kids this way? Oh. That's still a family. One of Patrick's kids. Or Patrick's kids this way. Still a family. So. And that's an interesting concept. I think a concept. lot of people would be really upset by that. And so it's just, and it's, I know it's a little different because he isn't a grown adult, but I, I, that's why I don't think she knows anything about their past. So, y'all, the stakes making... It's a past! It's a past! It's a past! The stakes making a lot of smoke, and she's coughing like uh, like a Fake cartoon. Uh, and, of course, y'all, he flips the stake on the floor, and this is where we all could laugh Yeah, if, if we didn't, she didn't start kind of like shaming John for it. And saying, you're drunk. And he doubles down and says, well, just eat the steak. Put some handy wipes on it. And you know, John gets triggered by when he's done something bad or he's feeling like a disappointment. And that's why Patrick's like, and Patrick tries to be the, the person in the middle and immediately becomes the caretaker. Yeah, because it, it's fascinating just to see the family dynamic. I guarantee you, it. John took care of Patrick as a kid. Yeah. And now Patrick's the caretaker. Yeah. What? Because what did... Patrick say, what did he say about their life? Remember, it was rough, but he said their their mother wasn't mother around. bipolar. Their mother was bipolar. So, y'all, I I feel like just knowing the, the bit that we've gleaned, did the mother have addiction issues too? Sounds right. But John's almost like Patrick's brother and his dad so at the like, same in the same way. And we dad, he didn't have a relationship nope. with his father, so that means John hasn't either. Yep. And so, or at least from what we know. It's just this whole thing of John gets if their mother had addiction issues, saying he's an alcoholic, that's triggering him. Like it's just this is like fucking oh, what's that Hick movie that we don't watch that we don't talk about now because the author's so horrible. The Hillbilly oh, Jenny Vance, Hillbilly Elegy. Yes, 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 yes. But it's just like they have generational trauma, and it's like Thais just isn't even aware of it, and. I think Ugh. I think we could have a we could if if we kept it light and had fun, but it seems like and like John is a hard person, so he's going to come on hard and he's going to throw in f words and but if and you joke insults. with him, he'll joke with you. She's but, not joking, and it's and she always she's always trying to make him feel othered yes. and not belong, and like and always their little click and she's so, so what then how do we feel about when they go to putt putt because it seemed like they kind of started to have like a little bit of understanding but they were kind of playing around they were laughing yep john says it's a good dream to be kumbaya but he said i gotta put i'll put the effort in if she will that's what i'm saying he will she hasn't done anything yet and y'all i will say He's blasted before they go to putt putt. Oh, yeah, because he's he's you can tell Patrick's been drinking a little too, but John is blasted before they go to putt putt. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, um, I literally wrote the same thing. He's and he's talking, y'all, and Thais goes, I won, and it's like a fun thing, and uh. That she goes, I think, to go to the bathroom and get another drink no, or she's something. Done. She's she, like, done. She's done. Basically, yeah. they're not done with the game. Again, it 
they kind of brushed over this, and the guys didn't take offense to it, but she's they brought this out to include her and do something with her, and she was like, I'm done playing this. I'm going to let you boys talk. Right. So, again, it's her being selfish and just saying I'm done. She says, then Patrick talks to John alone and says, you know, you were really a little hard towards her today. And then Patrick you know, says, I'm giving you the same conversation I told her. And he did say yeah. in his testimony that he told her, you got to give him a chance. And y'all, this is what happens when John feels like he's backed into a corner. He's like, well, if I'm on trial, I don't trust you. I need to have my own interpreter. Yeah. And so you can just tell this is someone who always feels alone. And as soon as you feel like you're siding with someone else immediately becomes defensive and plays and and it was interesting this was and as soon as they said he was like this is um i said this is a compelling scene and uh and what it was this oh when we can't he's like we know we had some laughs good times good times and y'all nobody said we had but he also said bad times we had dark times and y'all john just starts crying Tears dripping off his face. He's a pretty crier. I started, I cried up. I teared up you know during what, this. Too, I thought too, it's such a, what I, again, why like I wish like if John and his brother were in therapy as a therapist, you could just say from, to me, John is personifies men can't say that they're scared. Right. In this 100%. culture. If he was just, and sad. Yeah. If he was able to just say, I'm scared of losing the relationship with my brother, and I'm just sad about that. Yeah. And he can't. He comes close. He comes close. They finally get there. But it is this just, what can men be, poodle? What's the one emotion they can be? Angry. Angry. And uh, that's why when a guy's, when Jake's having sex with a man, he starts to cry. Jake slaps him in the face and says, Hulk angry. (laughs) Hulk out. Come on, you pussy. This is not what we talked about. Keep doing the role play. Um, what I what I thought about, he says, you're a good person. Um, and it, this is, we're, we're doing what we can do. And, and he's like. Well, Patrick says, yes. Patrick says to John, Patrick starts crying. He says, I just want her to see that you're a good person. Yeah, that's what it is. He said, so maybe not drink a six pack before noon. He said, so I think he did that. Yep. And he said, that's not the real you. I know you did this because you were stressed out and anxious yep. about her coming. And Patrick's like, I just want her to know that you're such a part of my life and you're what a good dude you are. And it was like, it was emotional watching it because I don't give a shit about Tice. I don't really care that much about anybody else on the show now. Even Eve. Remember when I know. we liked Eve? It's the Patrick we and liked, John show for me. I am rooting for John and Patrick. Me too. If these two don't make it through together, then Matt Sharp will have ripped my heart out and stomped it on the floor. I totally agree. This is the most compelling couple. 100%. And then throw in the dog. <laughs> yes, and the dog. I want to see that road trip. Uh, and Patrick I, says if someone... They'd be great on Pillow Talk. Oh, they would be great. They would be great. They'd be great on Pillow And Patrick says, but I don't. this is why I don't think she knows. Because this is when he really starts crying. He says, if someone, if Thais can understand how someone grew up and he starts to break up, Mm -hmm. he says, it makes a big difference. And I don't think she knows. Yeah. Or I don't, maybe knows. Does she understand? Um, There was a little bit of an outtake that I got. 
I'm that- sorry, I just want to add it. I just want to say because it's like Kyle and Noon, Kyle told Noon the way he grew up, and she didn't understand it. Right. And then she went and met his mother, God rest her soul, his mother's RIP. But when she, remember when she met his mother, she totally got it. Yeah. So I want I don't know if Thais is going to have this moment where she gets it on that show. I don't. There was a little a different person though. There was a little bit of an outtake at the end that I I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, this is uh, what he said. Patrick looks at John and says, "Sorry." John looks at Patrick and says, "You know what the best part of my day is? When I can uh, hope uh, you know when I get there, we're gonna go out to drinking." And for, t- for one for ten seconds, I think maybe he's gonna be gone. Maybe he's gonna be fucking that Brazilian chick. And I'm thinking, yeah, he's a f- you don't fucking know. You don't fucking know. That's the best ten seconds of my day, right there. That's Goodwill Hunting Poodle. Oh, that's when it's familiar. <laughs> That's immediately what I thought of with this scene. It, somebody was going, I don't remember that part. Carl! Carl! Nigel! They're talking about, is it a problem with our telly? Chauncey, go get, go, go, go it, get your daddy. It, it really is talk about just the highest stakes on this show when we talk oh about Oh my that. God. It, it, it just could not be higher. Man, I want both of those guys to find happiness and yeah. to just know that they're enough. Patrick and John, I would hug you. Patrick would let me hug you. John would say, get the fuck away from me. Oh, I love guys. it. But you know what? And then we'd laugh about it and have a beer. That's, um, a that's the show, y'all. John is an easy guy to get along with if you just joke around with them. Yep. Sorry. I agree. Going on, I love them. That is the show. Uh-oh. What? Just moving you're starting around. to move around your bed. You're getting you're getting wily, <laughs> y'all. We got to end this shit. Go to our link tree link uh, on our Instagram uh, in the show notes link. Uh, that's where you can buy tickets to see us in this summer. The shows by now our meet and greet in London's already started and probably <laughs> ended, so you're too late. But um, thank you all in advance to our London sissies that came out to that. We'll have more to report on that. Uh, I think that's it. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate it. Share the show with your friends. It's like Poodle City talked to someone they didn't even know, and they're like, I like your podcast. Two, two, insta- two people contact me on Instagram who so like it. So y'all sharing, caring, let them know. Uh, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love, poods, in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you are a disaster at 23, call us. Call us. Just like that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com